Star Wars 7x7 episode 3152. Today it's the second half of my conversation with Jose Perez and Ronman Ng from ILMX Lab. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So once again, Jose Perez is the director of Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge and a supervisor of creative development and experience design at ILMX Lab where he creates groundbreaking virtual reality projects across a number of world-class intellectual properties. And Ron Minning is the Department Supervisor of Lighting for ILMX Lab, Lucasfilm's immersive storytelling studio. He was the lead lighting TD on Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, as well as a number of other real-time VR projects. Now, as I mentioned in yesterday's episode, I got to participate in a press junket for the promotion of Tales from the Galaxy's Edge Enhanced Edition going to the PlayStation VR 2 platform. And so today, as part of the conversation with Jose and Ronman, I got to ask them about how they translated the experience of being a Jedi into virtual reality and about how they knew, like the moment that they knew they were onto something spectacular in Galaxy's Edge in the development as they were testing it out. And we also talked about the High Republic and about creating an experience that is like Star Wars, but also very different considering the different era. So without further ado, let's dive into the second half of my conversation with Jose Perez and Ronman Ng from ILMX Lab. So Ronman, you actually mentioned something I wanted to ask about in specific, which was just the experience of being a Jedi in the virtual reality space and that one is I would imagine a particularly challenging one because it's a different kind of haptic experience I would imagine I mean you're doing things that you know as opposed to a blaster bolt that you know comes out of your hand like you know you stick out your hand and things happen so how do you make that translate in an effective way effective like emotionally impactful way in VR well you know I think you know, Jose could probably speak about this too because he works so closely with our designers in terms of building that that interactive experience. I think, you know, obviously a lightsaber is a little more intuitive because, you know, we're holding something and um, but I think the the force power, I think when when I play through the experience, what what it what it reminds me of is humility. It's like, oh, maybe you know, maybe I'm not like maybe i need to like like be a better jedi to have stronger force powers because there are times when i'm like oh you know i don't think i'm really getting this right Ooh, maybe it's my personal failings as a jedi you know? oh so wow it's a it's a really interesting um connection for for me just just playing through that story um um but anyways i'll, I'll leave it to jose to talk about the the uh more Jedi stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's, well, I mean, I, I don't know that there's much more about Jedi-ness than, you know, humility, honestly. I think you kind of hit it pretty, <laughs> pretty good right off the bat. But yeah, I mean, story-wise, you know, it was about, all, all the themes are there. It's about balance and patience and and all of these, and growth, you know, and all of these things that are in there as you watch as it's going. And so we, I, I felt really good about the Jedi themes of that. As far as the actual controls and the haptics, um, a lot of it has to do with audio. And we, we'd learned a lot on Vader Immortal, working on the lightsaber dojo. And so this is like, again, childhood fantasy stuff. When you light it up, you feel it go, you know, you kind of feel the energy of it go through the blade and then it pulses a little bit while you're holding it. And as you're striking things, you'll get kind of bumps in the haptic. So you just, you literally, 
can feel this like energy inside of it as you move it around. And that was really important. And the same thing with the force is like, we tried our best to not do a lot of like, there's a bunch of blue arrows pointing at the thing you need to pick up. You know, we, we tried to not do a lot of that stuff. You know, sometimes you have to make some conceits to make sure people know how to do it the first time. But we, we tried to rely more on things like haptics and audio and really slight subtle cues. So when you're using the force and you're moving your hand around, we'll, we'll vibrate, you know, we'll give you a slight bit of haptics and you can kind of feel it when you pick it up, we rumble it more and so really leaning into like what is that you know that fantasy of what it feels like to pick up something with your mind essentially and uh i think we're close i'm not sure yet but no i think it's it's fantastic and um i, I would love to ask you for you know from that perspective as well as you were developing galaxy's edge you know what was the moment for you because i'm sure you both individually were playing it for all intents and purposes as it was in development what was the moment for each of you where you were in the experience and and testing it out and suddenly had that first moment of ah this is it like we've got it like you know we're on to it here well let raman go first well you know for me i think our our sort of Proving ground was really the cantina. Mm. So that was really where we did a lot of our visual testing, but also where we did our, um, we first met Cecil as well. And so for me, it was really um, seeing, you know, being in VR, being at that bar, having Cecil come and talk to you and realizing, wow, he's big. <laughs> and then he's got, so it's it's the the immersion of, of that ex of that experience made me think like, oh yeah, this is this is when VR works, it's like this. It's really and and having a space that we could sort of do more of the material polish so that things had more reality to them really helped um um play it out. So yeah, I think there's a lot of moments for me that were magical along blasters start showing up and stormtroopers are there and all oh, the characters start showing up in the cantina. It For me, though, it was really uh, all of a sudden, you know, we get a call and Frank Oz is joining the cast and it's like, what's going on? And then next thing I know, I'm in a call and we're directing Frank Oz as Yoda and he's like amazing and every line is you know becomes a 30 minute conversation and it's beautiful and then i'm playing the experience and yoda's there and i can't help it like you you can't and this is i don't mean this in a cheesy way it's he's a little guy too so you want to get eye to eye but you kneel down you know it shows up and you're like oh hey and you get down there and you're face to face and that to me you know growing up with that stuff was like okay we actually are doing something pretty cool here and the story that we're telling is is like a story that i you know i think we really tried to have some meaning and some morality in this concept of found family and what it really means to be a Jedi, which isn't running around just chopping stuff up, you know? And so I, mm -hmm. I got really excited that like, we're, we're, that's why Frank joined, you know, it's because we're telling the right type of stories here. And so for me, that was like, oh man, like, how did we get here? Yeah. I, I don't want to do too much spoiler alert, but when we're in the, in the, um, the second part, when we're in the First Order facility and dressing up as a stormtrooper and being able to not be recognized because I'm in a stormtrooper outfit was mm -hmm. pretty amazing. I was like, <laughs> wait, they don't know who I am. Ooh, this is great. This is fun. Let's do this. So that's oh, yeah, some awesome. Hysterical lines in there, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I have one other question for you, and it's related to actually 
the audio experience that you mentioned, but it's also about the high Republican specific. I had a chance to talk with um, Nick Martarelli, who's an executive producer at Penguin Random House Audio. And he talked about how when they were creating the audiobook experiences for the High Republic, how they had to create an entirely different audioscape that would be similar to Star Wars. So you'd still know it was Star Wars, but also convey that you were in a different era of Star Wars. And I wanted to ask you about the High Republic elements of Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. What did you have to do or were there particular things that you had to consider to make it like Star Wars, but also like its own era? Absolutely. Right. I mean, it's not the prequels. It's before that. And so we wanted to have just there's a whole sense of kind of regalness about all of it. And we worked with Joe Trapanese, who has, you know, kind of wrote the High Republic uh, kind of main title through this and everything. So getting music that hints at the, those larger Star Wars themes, but has its own unique look to it. And so the, the audioscape completely was like that. And in, in addition, kind of to your point, uh, one of our voices, even um, Master Silwyn, who's one of the characters that deals with Addy Sunzi, is actually the same voice from the audiobook. We literally got the same actor and had him come through to record it. So when you talk about connectivity, we're thinking about it. You know, we like we want it to be real. We we don't we we I love it when the fantasy doesn't get broken. And you're like, oh, this is like this really is all one big you know story that's going on here. So. Yeah, I think from a from an art point of view, it definitely was when we knew we were we were telling the story um, uh, elements in the High Republic, it became sort of understanding what that language was. You know, what do Jedi temples look like at that time? And what kind of, um, you know, it, it's a different art aesthetic, but obviously we're, inform we're informed by the, you know, the 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 Jedi Knights at, in the Star Wars Council. So we definitely knew what we were going after, but it was it was exciting to sort of revisit or or to visit a different time and lots of gold <laughs> that's the other <laughs> there's the other top secret gold everywhere it's very golden. that's wonderful jose ronman i'm so grateful for your time today and i just want to ask if people want to keep up with what either of you are doing online or what ilmx lab is doing online where should they go looking for you ronman well you know i think our our communication team keeps keeps everything up to date with what we're working on at ILMX Lab, and I think there's I'm sure there's we're on all the social platforms, but um, but yeah, they they definitely tell me what I'm doing, so that's important. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to ILMXLab.com or uh, look up ILMX Lab in your local uh, search engine <laughs> and go from there. <laughs> I'll awesome. on almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll make sure I link to that in the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com and in the show notes as well. Ronman, Jose, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. It's been wonderful to talk to you. Congratulations in advance on the enhanced edition coming out later this month. And best of luck to you on future projects. Thank Thanks, so everything, Alan. Thank you. Peace. Take care. And there you go. That is my conversation with Ronman Ng and Jose Perez III from ILM X Lab. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.